Welcome to Ice Flame. Join us on another Star Wars adventure. Punch it, Chewie. Welcome, welcome to another week of Ike's Flame and another episode, and I'm super excited to be with you, and this is the first week of November, actually it's November 1st, I believe, yeah, November 1st, and um, we so we got a new, new theme, I know last month was a little wonky, but we're going to get back at it, and um, get going here. So it's going to be fun. Um, so what I'm going to do, and I'm hoping maybe do this like every November as we get going and I am figuring out what, what all we're going to do with the podcast, but, um, take November, it's kind of towards the end of the year and we're going to walk back through and talk about some of the Star Wars books and novels that I've read over the last year. And I'm going to give you some book reviews on them and just discuss. So that's what we're going to do. So I'm going to be discussing um, uh, some Star Wars. I'll just be doing Star Wars book reviews here in November and talking about books. And whether you read them, you can... uh, hear what I think about them and then also hopefully maybe this sparks your interest and you hear some books that you're like oh I think I'd really want to read that or maybe I maybe that's something I want to be as interested in um I know a lot of people like I'm trying to get to the point where I've read almost every Star Wars book um I've consumed a lot even just in the last year and but I know there's a lot of people like oh I, lo- I want to read a good Star Wars book but I don't have time to read all of them and yeah, I get that. That's hard. So I'm going to give you some options, give you some ones that I've liked uh, and read over the last year and just maybe hopefully steer you in some directions and see if anything piques your interest. And so that is going to be what we're doing here in uh, November. So uh, each week we're going to, I'm either going to take a kind of how I set up and this way we can get through some more books and there going to be some quick book reviews. We're going to go through either a trilogy of books or... We're going to, I'm going to take like two books that are connected, um, that are kind of the same time frame, even may have some of the same characters and that sort of thing that are pretty tied together, but not necessarily in a trilogy. They may be two in a series or something like that, but that is, so that's what we're going to do. So, um, so we are going to, uh, dive into that here in November and I'm super excited about it and, uh, ready to do that with you guys here. And so, uh, so, so to get us started off, we're gonna. Um, so this first week here, we're gonna have we got a trilogy of books we're gonna talk about, and I even mentioned this author last week in our Soka um, novel or in our Soka lead up to Tales of the Jedi, which if you guys have seen Tales of the Jedi, I thought it was phenomenal, uh, super super good. Uh, if you have thoughts on that, let me know. And um, if you have some thoughts on Tales of the Jedi, I might even um, DM me or email me. DM me at Ixflame on Instagram or email me at Ixflame at gmail.com. Or even find me on Twitter at Ixflame. And uh, I would love to hear from you guys. And if you guys do, I might even uh, share it on the podcast. I think it would be a lot of fun. So... So this week, as we get started here with book reviews and that sort of thing, we're going to talk about this week Padme's book trilogy um, by E.K. Johnston. And the, I I was a little cautious um, 
about getting into these. I ended up seeing some good reviews, so I was like, okay, I'll give them a try. Um, so, and we'll get into why I was cautious and maybe might be some of the same reason you guys are cautious as well and dive into that but we'll go through each book and talk through this so um actually let's just go into this right now so reason i was cautious and all these because all, all these all three of these books um these padme trilogy books by ek johnston they are geared towards um i'd say like Young adult, you, eh, I don't know. Probably like, um, let's see. Do they give me a category as I look here? Uh, da, da. It's a so yeah. These is a young adult novel. Um, they're young adult novels, and I they're also like young adult. They're easy read, so they're not like real tough to read, and they are geared towards girls. Um, so young adult girls, probably even more so. And so with that said, like, hey, like, yeah, it is what it is. Um, so that was part of my hesitation. I saw some good reviews and I went ahead and dived into it anyways. Um, so I, um, thought they were good books and, um, now I'm going to talk about them here. So, uh, so the first one of the, so I just want to put that disclaimer out there. That way you guys have that. You're thinking, oh, these might be girly, young adult books. And actually, I kind of funny story with these. The last one, I got the hardcover book. And I don't like the... When you get a hardcover book, you have like the paper on the outside, like the cover paper. I always just take it off and throw it away because I don't like it. Um, but funny part about this is the actual hardcover inside of the hardcover is like a hot pink color um so for a while i was carrying a bright hot pink book that i was reading so my wife gave me a hard time about that for a little while but um i got through it we survived but kind of goofy and so anyways but so we're going to talk about these so queen shadow that is the first one that was published that was written that ek johnston written wrote and it was it came out in may of 2019 and uh, this book is on this book on Goodreads got a 3.8 out of 5, which is pretty good. Um, not bad. And uh, so that's that. And this book is Queen Shadow. This is the first one that was written. Um, and I'm going to read the back for you guys, uh, like kind of the summary of this for you to help give you guys a uh, summary. So um, this, is what, this is what it said. When Padme Amidala steps down from her position as Queen of Dambu, she is ready to set aside her title and return to life out of the spotlight. But to her surprise, the new queen asked Padme to continue serving their people. This time, the Galactic Senate. Padme is unsure about the new rule, but cannot turn down the request, especially since, thanks to her dearest friend and decoy, Sabi, she can be in two places at once. So while Padme plunges into politics, Sabi sets off on a mission dear to Padme's heart. On this glistening... On the glistening capital planet Coruscant, Padme's new Senate colleagues regard her with curiosity and with suspicion for her role in, oust in ousting the previous chancellor. 
Posing as a merchant on Tatooine, Sabi has fewer resources than she thought and fewer options than she needs. Together with Padme's loyal handmaidens, Padme and Sabi must navigate treacherous politics, adapt to constantly changing landscapes, and forge a new identity between the Queen's shadow, beyond the Queen's shadow. And so this book, um, this book gets into... Uh, Padme, right after she's done being queen, and as she is goes into politics, becomes the becomes the senator of Naboo, and as she dies into that, and how she kind of gains respect among the politicians in this. So, um, a lot of this book takes place, but after uh, Phantom Menace and before attack of the clones i think the end of it kind of gets into attack of the clones a little bit uh, and that sort of thing but so, so that's that's where we see that and see what's going on and uh i, I think one with this book this one in particular is we get to see kind of padme's rise to gain a lot of respect in the senate how she is becomes the person that she does how she carries the weight how she is um how she is starts to play a crucial role in the Senate, and I think it's just very interesting to see some of those, some of that background story, and see how Padme gets there and what that looks like, and even her um, involvement with Palpatine with that, and all that goes on with that. And so, because I think as when and this also it speaks to Padme's. Um, what do you want to say, Padme's, Padme's like heart as well, because she is going to go help uh, this mission that Sabe is sent on. Excuse me, and uh, instead she was actually going to go do that. Um, she was going to go tap to Tatooine, go on this mission um, that she ends up seeing this Sabe on, but instead she feels the pull to do to go and serve in a different way and she goes and does this in the senate and serves her homeworld of naboo and all that goes on with that and so uh it's just very interesting to see that and so to see how she kind of becomes of even more power and influence and um gets to know the people that she does um so i really like this book i thought it was a very solid book um and also we get into some of this like she is some changing roles with Sabi and her handmaidens which we'll get into more in, in uh, one of the other books as well a lot in one of the other books um and as i said she's kind of this novice uh novice leader novice uh politician and she's learning her way around that and all that goes with that and so it's uh, I I think it's really good and I really appreciate what E. K. Johnston does with the book, um, and how she just elaborates more on Padme's time in the Senate, how she figures things out, um, and there's some good uh, kind of stuff in here. Like there's some people that really don't like Padme, and they are trying to get after her and kind of uh, discourage her in the book and how like hey, we don't want her influencing politics and all that comes with that as well. And so there's a lot of like, there's a lot of conflict because she brings some really good stuff to the table with politicians, with the politicians, but she also gets a lot of people on her bad side. 
And uh, as you, we have seen many times in Star Wars politicians, uh, that can uh, come down to people, let's just say, getting after you in life or death scenarios. And that may that is where Padme finds herself a little bit in this. And so I think that is... Uh, very good, and so I really enjoyed this book specifically, um, and how they did that. And uh, she, this is kind of when she starts to build that relationship with Bail Organa and Mon Mothma and some of the others uh, that are um, that end up being her kind of inner circle within the uh, what do you want to say within the political realm for her. Uh, and she, at this point, is also when she meets, uh, she works with Rush Clovis, um, which, if you guys have watched Clone Wars, that plays uh, a serious role into that a little bit. And uh, she start, just learns the terrain of politics and how she is supposed to, supposed to do that. Um, and... Anything else? I'll just make sure I don't miss anything. And then, oh yeah, so this is also, she meet, she ends up becoming friends with Senator Bonteri, which uh, Bonteri ends up being a separatist eventually, and we see, and all that comes of that. And she so she kind of helps Padme see both sides of the conflict, and... It's a lot of her Padme's learning within this, and so that is Queen Shadow, and this is um, this is actually the second book in Star Wars timeline trilogy, but it was the first book written by E.K. Johnston, and so that is Queen Shadow, is written in May of 2019, and yeah. And then the next one that was written, and actually the first one in the trilogy, if I am thinking right, yes, is um, Queen's Peril. And Queen's Peril, um, this may be my favorite of the three. Um, I thought this was, I don't know, I just thought it was brilliant. I thought it was well done, very entertaining. Um, So it was written in... Um, or released in June of 2020, and on Goodreads got a 3.9 out of 5, uh, which is a little bit better than the other one. But uh, I I thought Queen Queen's Peril is probably my favorite of the three, I would say. And so here's kind of the summary of the yeah the summary with no spoilers. So. Um, this is what it says. When 14-year-old Padme Nabari wins the election for Queen of Naboo, she takes the name Amidala and leaves her family to rule and leaves her family to rule from the royal palace in the capital of Thebes. At a time of brewing uncertainty for Naboo in the Galactic Republic, she and her security advisor, Captain Panaka, devise a plan for the Queen's safety. The recruitment of multiple handmaidens. These handmaidens will be her aides, confidants, protectors, and even decoys. Each young woman is selected by Panaka for her particular talents, but it is up to Padme to unite them as an as a group. 
Different though, different though they may, may be, the handmaidens learn to work in service of one goal they all share, to protect the queen at all costs. When, they, when their peaceful world is invaded by the ambitious trade federation, Queen Abadala and her brave handmaidens will face their greatest test of themselves and of each other. Uh, so I think with this book, um, a few things. So this book takes place... Um, right before the Phantom Menace and leading, going into overlapping with the Phantom Menace as a whole. And so this is, I just enjoyed this book. It was very intriguing. We used to see a lot of backstory, even to the Phantom Menace and some of those things. And I think it just gave uh, a lot of depth that we didn't have before. I thought it was very well done. And so with that said, we got... Like I said, it takes place, so we see Padme get elected. That's the very beginning of the book. And then we get to see her kind of form her group of handmaidens. And I think this is one of the more interesting parts of this, um, is uh, she ends up, uh, what do you want to say? He, she ends up being, she ends up taking these handmaidens and they end up becoming like, Kind of like her pot, her her posse, her group that helps her do helps her be queen. So they do anything from being decoys to protectors to confidants to even like actual bodyguards. Um, I know there's one at least, maybe two that are actually like good in martial arts and weapons and things. Um, there, each of them has also kind of a specialty, whether it's like speaking. So like one of them could speak for Padme and. But without giving them too much away, it just has a bunch of detail into how this works, how this happens, and what, uh, how just all that functions. And it, I find it very interesting to see that. And this carries on like Sabe, which I mentioned for the Queen Shadow. These some of these handmaidens carry on, and she has handmaidens when she is. Um, in the Senate as well, and so she kind of continues this, and because it, it allows her in a lot of ways to be in, I think this mentions in the Queen Shadow uh, summary as well, is like allows Padme to be in two places at one time. It allows her to work and do many different things and uh, to take a different view and have somebody else speak in public if a speech is needed to be needed to be given and all these sorts of things. And I, it's super interesting. Um, and I find that very interesting. And so the other thing that's very, I find very intriguing, the kind of the second big thing of this is like I said, so this is doing, it takes place during episode one, Phantom Menace. And we get to see this, when you, we get to see this, this idea of, uh, kind of like Padme's side, the handmaiden side of what happens. So um, it gives a very detailed description at one point of what's going on in the like in the what do you want to say the the like camps that the Trade Federation sets up with all the people where like these um, war camps, war prisoner camps, uh, prisoner of war camps. There we go. Um, and some of the handmaidens are in that. Some of the handmaidens end up making out with Padme to Coruscant to plead the case and all that happens there and it's just very interesting to see how all that plays out and so we get yeah we get a very detailed uh 
thing of what is going on in the prisoner of war camps and i found that very fascinating um we get to see more detail on what's actually going on in abu what the how severe it was how desperate it actually was and how even the handmaiden stepped in to lead and be t- seen as a um kind of like role models and what we would strive after and led them through this really hard time the whole um planet of naboo and i just find that super cool to see and to um look kind of talk about and look through and um see how see kind of that background of that and like it talks about not just like oh a day like it talks about week weeks of the blockade going on and how like it wasn't just i don't know what do you want to say um it wasn't just a couple days like and sometimes it feels like that in the movie it's it's weeks that this blockade goes on and what happens in that and uh it's just very interesting and i think it's really good um and so i think the big two things i would take away i take away from big two things i take away from this book is one we get another padme's handmaidens and just handmaidens and how all those work how they all work together the five or six of them that there are and also uh we get to see the background of the trade federation blockade on naboo and what's actually going on naboo and some of the more details into that which is super fun and we get a little bit of obi-wan and qui-gon in here as well which is fun as well and it actually talks about them like taking over the palace at the end which we see in um phantom menace and which is pretty cool as well um so uh, so yeah, I really like this book. Like I said, this is probably my favorite out of the three. Um, I, just because of some of the nitty gritty details that it gets into uh, with the blocking and the boo. I know some people don't like the Phantom Menace super well, so I get the understanding and struggle with that. But this is a very well done book and gives some background into that um, and that sort of thing. And also gives a little background into her family and as well as Queen Shadow does um, as well. But so that is the technically the first book in the Star Wars timeline trilogy, um, and then also the it's but it was the second book written, and so that leaves us with the third book, which was the third book in the Star Wars timeline, and the third book written, and that book is Queen's Hope, and Queen's Hope actually came out pretty recently, if I recall, yes, uh, actually came out this year, um, so. It released in Germany in January of 2022, and it released here in the U.S. April of 2022. So just this year it came out. Um, and I think that's part of the reason I picked it up was all three are out, so I was like, oh, I can just read them through, test them out, um, and uh, see what I think of it. And I thought it was good. Um, so let me – so, yeah, like I said, this was came out in the U.S. in April – this year and uh, the look, yeah. the Goodreads is 3.8 out of 5 uh, the Goodreads rating so whatever if that means anything to you um, like I said this was 3.8 the Queen's um, Shadow was 3.8 and Queen's Pearl was 3.9 so uh, the ratings agree with me <laughs> like I said I think Queen's Pearl is my favorite so uh, so let's uh, read the summary and then we'll dive into uh, Queen's Hope here a little bit more. Uh, 
So, a peace-loving senator faces time, a time of war and another thrilling Padme Amidala adventure from the author of New York Times bestseller Queen's Peril and Queen's Shadow. Padme is adjusting to being a wartime senator during the Clone Wars. Her secret husband, Anakin Skywalker, is off fighting the war and excels at being a wartime Jedi. In contrast, when Padme gets the opportunity to see casualties on the war-torn front line, she is horrified. The stakes have never been higher for the galaxy or for the new, for the newly married couple. Well, Pat, meanwhile, Padme on a secret mission, her handmaiden Sabi steps in. In steps into the role of Senator Amidala, something no handmaiden has done for an extended period of time. While in the Senate, Sabi is quite is equally horrified by the munitions that happen there. She comes face to face with a gut wrenching decision as she realizes that she cannot fight a war in this way, not even for Padme. And Chancellor Palpatine hovers over it all, manipulating the players to his own ends. Dun, dun, dun. So we have some. I don't know why that summary seems so much more dramatic than the other two. Um, maybe that's just me. So this is. Uh, this book starts uh, after the first battle of Geonosis, and it starts with them preparing. Badman and Anakin preparing to get married. Uh, she struggles getting a wedding dress, and some of the things go because they're getting married in secret. And. Um, they are preparing to, um, what am I checking? Oh, they are preparing to, um, get married. Um, and as this happens, uh, they kind of get sit on, they get asked to go on a mission. So they go on this mission, they come back, get married, I believe. Yeah. And so, and then as this happens, the big plot in this is Padme gets called out to go on another mission during this book. And Sabe, one of her uh, more, I think I'm saying Sabe right, hopefully I am, um, is one of her more uh, prominent handmaidens who's kind of been with her since the beginning. She agrees to step in and uh, be Padme during like some political things in the Senate. And uh, so that is very taxing on her and she is... Uh, trying to figure all this out, and um, she becomes face to face with uh, Chan- Chancellor Palpatine, and all the craziness goes on there. And they're actually kind of found out at one point. Um, and so they, some of this has to do with uh, um, with that. So. Um, and the so that just very interesting and i think uh we get to see some of this like how padme operated and she wanted to be on the front lines doing stuff and this memory talks about how um anakin's off fighting and padme gets the wants to see what's all going on and help and not just help from a political standpoint but even be in the front lines if that is what uh makes a difference and so we get to see this padme and this type of thing and um, the other thing too is we get to see more of Anakin and Padme together and that like the their love story their marriage their um, all that and uh, another thing too is we, like the the very end it says Chancellor Palpatine hovers over all manipulating the players to his own ends and we get to see how Palpatine manipulates this and we see this 
um, even in more detail in this book. I find that very interesting as well. Um, and uh, it's just very, very interesting. Uh, and as they go through this, uh, it's not a, uh, there's a very heartbreaking into this in a lot of ways in this book um, we don't get all the way to hmm, that's a weird question do we get into revenge of the sith okay 22 bby is the timeline for this book is that so yeah so we get into that a little bit okay so this uh so yeah so Queen's Hope is in 22 BBY, and then Revenge of the Sith is 19 BBY. So this is before Revenge of the Sith, uh, just to give you guys some. Uh, but just a few years, and Padme and Anakin are already married. Um, and so just to give you guys a kind of help give you that time frame. And so I really appreciate this. I really think this is good. Um, the other thing that this book specifically dives into, uh, it works with Lot Dodd, who is the Nemordian, um, Nemordian senate, uh, senator. And uh, just if you guys aren't, Nemordians are the ones that worked with the Trade Federation and run the Trade Federation and initially had the blockade on Naboo. So that's also what Padme works through in this is this tension between like Nemordians and the Trade Federation. Should we help the Nemordians because they find themselves in help, needing help and what, what all is going on here and should they be trusted and is it a trap or is are the Nemordians actually doing a good thing and so that is very interesting and um, which also plays a part in another book that we're going to review later which I'll mention here at the end but it is um, very I just find that very interesting and uh, just fun to dive into and kind of see that tension and see Padme and even Anakin and others work through that, even Padme's handmaidens and all of what happens with that. And so that is the Queen's Hope. And so this is, um, we got, uh, let's see the order of these. We got Queen's Peril, uh, Queen's Shadow, and Queen's Hope is the order in Star Wars um, timeline. And I would recommend picking these up. These are good reads, especially if you're a Padme fan, a Clone Wars fan, um, prequels fan. Like you'll like them. Um, you'll get some more things out of them. And I think like these weren't like oh these are like the best books I ever read, but they were just good solid books. And they are they just filled in some black, like background details that I thought was very interesting. And so especially if you're somebody like that who likes some of those like nitty gritty background details with Star Wars, like. I'd read these. I, they fill in some of those, and it just they're fun reads. Um, and like I said, they're easy reads. Um, they're not like hard to read. They're not heady. They're not too many words on a page. They are well paced and pretty easy reads. And uh, so, like that's the other nice thing about them as well. So um, that is the Padme trilogy by E.K. Johnston. Um, very well done, and thank you, E.K., for that. And uh, the last thing I want to mention here, and I just found this uh, as I was getting ready to do this podcast today, and I found this very interesting, is, um, so Brotherhood uh, by Mike Shen, uh, he actually worked with E.K. Johnston and um, to make sure their book's connected. 
So Brotherhood is about Anakin and Obi-Wan, and uh, that was written, I think, pretty sure, released earlier this year. Um, and so uh, it is a great book. Um, where I, I'm actually going to review that. I'm going to review Brotherhood and um, what, what's the other book? Oh, Padawan. So Brotherhood and Padawan, I'm going to review those the same week. Um, I don't know if that will be next week or the week after. I have... I'm almost done with Padawan, but I'm not quite there, so it depends on when I finish Padawan. But uh, if I finish Padawan, it'll be next week. If not, it'll probably be two weeks. Um, so we will. I am going to review those Brotherhood and Padawan for you guys here in a couple weeks or a week or two here. So, um, but I just found it very interesting that they actually worked together to make sure their books connected with each other and didn't have any conflictions or overlapping or anything like that, which I thought was awesome. Um, and as I've read, I'm done with brotherhood. And as I read brotherhood and this, this year, like, and I think back on that, it's like, Oh, that makes sense. They are not connected. And so, um, that's just fun to see as well and see kind of everything working together and how everything interlinks a lot. And so, um, yeah, so go pick these up. Great read. Um, and one thing I love to do, and I'm going to probably say this a lot this month, um, I like reading, but um, you guys are like, hey, I don't know, because books can be expensive. Go find your local library. A lot of these places, a lot of the libraries will have these. And so go pick them up, go check them out, and uh, that sort of thing. And so I uh, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. We'll be back next week with another book review. And um, to, speaking of reviews, if you guys would like, um, or just please do, uh, please leave a review on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen uh, on the podcast about the podcast. And uh, it just helps us grow the podcast and uh, gain more listeners and all of that good stuff. So, um, please leave a review and that would be awesome if you could and also um like i said earlier in the episode you guys can find me on ike's flame on instagram and twitter and uh or on ike or you can email me at ike's flame at gmail.com and actually that is ike's flame a star wars adventure um so i love to connect with you guys love to hear from you guys um let me know what you guys think about these books as well and uh, we'll talk about that. And if you guys have any other books you want me to highlight, I might not do a whole review on, but highlight um, in the upcoming episodes that you've read this year, let me know and I can highlight those as well. Because there's a lot of Star Wars books and I'm not going to cover them all. So um, that is our episode of today. Thanks for joining me for another week, another episode of Ice Flame, a Star Wars adventure. And we'll be back with you next week. And like we always like to say here on Ice Flame, light the fire. <laughs>